Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. It's the one and only V, the Grill Economist, coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning. We have with us the man of the hour who needs no introduction at this point. It is the one and only Algo Cowboy. Cowboy is here with us, and we're going to be breaking down all the news, all the market information, the e- economic madness. Economic madness happening all day, every day, all over the western United States, the east coast, the west coast, the northmost, and the southmost. We're all imploding. Everywhere is imploding. And there's some good news coming out of France. Cowboy, did you see the good stuff coming out of France? France? Uh, like what, wine and cheese? I mean, what's good? Besides the wine and the cheese and the croissant, besides uh, the croissant yeah. and the escargot, uh, a whole bunch of yellow vest protesters, tens of thousands of them, Cowboy, tens of thousands of them, they have stormed the corporate headquarters of BlackRock. They have found the head of the snake. They have found the head of the snake. Let me, let me bring up. Uh, this is this is very important. I will. Uh, the head of the snake. Are they going to start docking? No, God, don't, don't, don't. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> disgusting. The fact you know these homoerotic terms is just disgusting. It, 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 it frightens me sometimes. Hey, you got to know how extreme, extreme the situation has got out there, dude. It's very extreme. Look at this. This is France. <laughs> I'm not this seeing is the BlackRock headquarters. Oh, there it goes. This is Bastille Day. Oui, oui. Vive la France. Vive la Révolution. Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv. Roger. Tout se plaît. Au revoir. Look at that, dude. So what's the uh, what are they actually protesting? Just the uh, the new ESG. Oh, it is ESG. Yes. Nice. All right. They finally got it, man. Yeah, they dude. When I was in the... here's here's some more, buddy. Here's some more for you. Look at this shit. They are they're actually breaking in, dude. Holy cow! This is this is happening live. Go France, go. Go France, go. Vive la France, America. Where the fuck are your balls? The you're making the. The French is making us look bad, man. Yeah, the French are playing us, dude. That's crazy. They're oh, out doing this. Blackrock, bro. Dude, taking lit flares into buildings. Oh, That's hardcore. Burn the motherfucking ass. Burn it. 
Yeah, dude, that's that's arson. Do it, do it. That's BlackRock. They're in BlackRock's building. They're in BlackRock's building. That's nuts, dude. What a the BlackRock employees running for their lives. Suck up, oh they are here. They are unto us. Quick, call Klaus. <laughs> Klaus, we save us. Don't worry. Vive la France! Vive la France! Vive Yellow Vest! I am just waiting for the Qanon uh, Shaman to show up. Oh, he, he, no, their, their symbol is actually a croissant. <laughs> they have the Qanon the croissant. croissant. <laughs> it is the croissant. The croissant. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, that's, They're making that's us remarkable. look bad. Our side is like, hey, man. That's crazy. Hey, did you see the game last night, man? Yeah, dude. We're when I was in uh, Europe, I, I went there like three times, I think, in the last five years. Of course, you know, pre twenty twenty, right? And both times I saw the Extinction Rebellion. All these people, you know, young kids that don't know any better, dressed up in like red outfits. You know, they look like some kind of Wiccan or something. And uh, you know, I mean, Europe. I mean, shoot, dude, if they can get rid of ESG. What's what's the uh, what's the impetus for this protest? Like, why are they going after the cost, ESG? The, ever since the what really triggered it is when these when these brilliant morons, because the West that's what we do. We create brilliant morons who are all like I don't know. They're all fruitcakes and nut jobs, and these morons thought it was a brilliant idea to go ahead and start a war in Ukraine. They thought it was a brilliant idea. To get into a proxy war with the Russians and all the while say, we are not involved. We are supplying the Ukrainians with the weapons. We do not know what they do with the weapons. If they do something with the weapons, it is not our fault. You cannot hold us accountable. And now, and now it's all blown up in their face. The only people right now in the world that are being isolated and demilitarized and broken apart is not Russia. It's not the multipolar world. It is the godforsaken, degenerate, broke, insolvent West. That's who's breaking apart and, 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 and falling to pieces. And when the cost of living starts going up and the energy crisis is hitting France, and now they got to like get firewood to keep warm. They're burning firewood in the middle of their living room. Trash. Now they're like, what the hell's going on here? And now when Macron all of a sudden unilaterally bisects his entire parliament and starts you know, passing edicts and rules without any sort of parliamentary vote, that also incents the population. The, pos- the population in France, just like all of Europe, it is austerity for Ukraine. Austerity. Austerity for posterity. Vive la France. So what we happened? Have to, we have to save Société Générale. Uh, yes, we have to do what we can. To uh, we have to destroy our own economy in order to fight Russia, uh, Ukraine first, and the French people got <laughs> sick and tired of it. They're like, okay, you're spending billions in Ukraine. Our cost of living is going up. Cost of food hype. We're facing stagflation. Every single Western country is getting some sort of stagflation, in varying degrees. It's happening. And if these suckers think it's bad now, wait until this summer, folks. Holy crap. And so that was it. 
It was the final straw that broke the croissants back. And now we have decided to put down our fine wine and cheese and storm the Black Rock because we yes. have found that the head of the snake is Well, the part Black of Rock. it is uh, Zero Hedge has an article out, and oh, they're they saying they're pension protest- protesters. So basically, in uh, it's as yeah, if... It's austerity. It's austerity instead of fraternité. So that's yeah, right. they're, yeah. It's uh, I mean, Europe like their pensioners. That's a way of life over there. You know, it here is. you get like you know, we like security. to have an easy life. Who wants to be rich? Yeah, you can be average to... and uh, yeah, lie down right. in the river Riviera and uh, you know drink the wine and eat the cheese, the escargot. You know. I don't want to work when I am 55. I want to wake up in the morning and I want to go down to the coffee shop oui. and sit and I want to have my espresso oui. and I want to watch all the people walk by on the street. You know, oui. I am now too old to really do anything anyway. I want That's to right. have my pension at 38 years old. That's right. And you know, there's that Macron, that Macron, he did something so egregious. He has decided to raise the retirement age from 62 64. It is a oh, years, my god. My god, what is next? 65? I'm going <laughs> to retire and ride my bicycle in the morning when I get the croissant. I've got two whole years. I have to work. I, I just I don't even know. I can't do French this morning. Ah, I cannot do the French accent. I start to migrate over to something else. I don't know. I have something listened, I have queued up right now as he took a calcent. He was telling Yesterday, Gus was telling me uh, this uh, Tucker monologue where he was talking. He's saying that the American ruling class, they're always blaming Russia, calling Russian oligarchs. And and, uh, Tucker Carlson, he said, Russia actually has real things. Their oligarchs didn't get rich from selling credit default swaps. (laughs) (laughs) Russia has real things. Their oligarchs didn't get rich from selling credit default swaps. Dude. Dude, Tucker hits home. (laughs) Dude, besides global homo and Ponzi schemes, what does the West have left? Right? Please, we are all for NL sex for everyone. It does not matter. Man, woman, child, NL sex. For everyone, we wait a wait a minute. You're distinguishing between the man and the woman and the child. There is, there is no, no what is no, a man, what is a woman, what is a child? We are all is, androgynous spirits floating through the ether. Yeah, genitals are a preference. There is no preference to genitals. I like all the genitals everywhere on my face, my body, everywhere. Oh, no. The genitals. Oh, no, <laughs> not that. <laughs> oh, oh god here's tuck oh god <laughs> there's much fallout this evening and there will be for months stemming from the arraignment of the republican frontrunner in manhattan yesterday and we're going to cover that in some detail but we want to start tonight with a trend that we have noticed that might be worth knowing about and it has to do with the dollar For nearly 80 years since the end of the second world war the u.s dollar has effectively been the currency of the world for our entire lifetimes there was virtually no place on the entire... He's correct when he says that. It's not right, right cowboy. The United States was... Uh, we really screwed the pooch, these Americans, huh? Uh, we, we had all... Uh, had, we, I turned Russian. We had all <laughs> the opportunity, and we threw it in the trash. Uh, Brenton Woods, we flush it down the toilet. We, we tell a child to go told them, don't do it. He said, flush it down the toilet. That's right. Oi, the toilet. We are not only spraying the toilet. You flush it down the toilet. Your economy is a toilet. Turn down a 20. 
Andrew Jackson's face beside the famous seal of the U.S. Treasury was probably America's best-known export, from Dar es Salaam to Sri Lanka to the smallest gold mining outpost in the Amazon basin. Every shopkeeper on earth recognized a $20 bill. The dollar was universal, and not just universal in commerce, though the majority of international transactions were conducted in dollars, but universally held as a long-term store of value globally. The world's central banks stockpiled U.S. dollars far more than any other currency. Now, most Americans may not have known that, or they did, but it doesn't matter what they knew it. It was very good for everyone who lives here. Because there were so many U.S. dollars in circulation outside of the country, the cost of borrowing money inside the country remained artificially low. And that's exactly what I've been saying. The United States, and Cowboy, you know, I've detailed this every, several times. Of course. The United States economy exists on rent payments. Rent payments that are garnered and gleaned by having the dollar as the world reserve currency. When the dollar is no longer world reserve currency, and right now going into 2023, we, were, we are only 41% of global trade in terms of the dollar being used. And going into 2024, that's going to drop. Any, I'm estimating between 38 and 35. But, Cowboy, things are happening so fast. We're going to get later on into the news of, the, of how fast things are developing. That helped. It, we, we, we might go into 2024 with maybe 20% of global trade. It's freaking unbelievable to witness all of this. That's one of well, the reasons. I'll tell you what. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Well, just, um, at the end of this uh, show, obviously, we're going to have some pretty cool stuff to, uh, to show people. We've been talking about it for weeks, and it's going to have to do with how we are able to avoid the pitfall of the last – 80 years of uh, financial management, that is, I should say financial mismanagement that this country has uh, put upon us. You know, we, we actually had the opportunity to, oh, we could have done so much with the power that we had. Uh, and instead, we chose to use the power that we had to meddle with other people, uh, to cause a lot of death and to do things that just were not really productive, uh, unless you are a, an oligarch and wanting to expand your pocketbook, but certainly not productive for the average person. So, you know, I mean, I it maybe, I, maybe I, it I, felt I, productive for 50 years, but now it's going to not be productive anymore. Dude, it, wasn't, it wasn't sustainable to use like the worst term in the world. Yeah, dude, you know, the craziest thing is cowboy. Like you and I both know freaking, oh my God. <sighs> like we know that everything that happened in 2008, bro, they never fixed any of it. Mm-mm. Right, and then they've made the bubble bigger. They made it worse. Yeah, they made it a thousand times worse. They've blown the biggest asset bubbles in God's green earth. Right. Well, they made so, regulations to fix it, but the, they, they never. They still, still, Basel Three has not been fully implemented. The the regulations right. that were supposed to to kind of de-risk a lot of these large players still are not implemented yet. Yep. And the thing is also because they've done this and they created the biggest asset bubble in the world, 80%. Can you imagine? There's a potentiality here, Cowboy, that 80%. And I knew back, you know, years ago that was like 50%. But can you imagine 80% of the numbers today are fictitious and fake hmm. the market uh, numbers? I believe it. Dude, the rehypothecation, oh, derivatives, yes. uh, and and also economic data. That's Bingo. why we fudged. Yeah. Oh, dude, can you imagine when this thing pops? It's a house of cards. Holy, yo, people in America are walking in like 
their heads firmly shoved up their rear ends. They they they're they're like so busy paying bills and and trying to pay bills and trying to put their kids to school and trying to grind out the living standards and they're thinking it's a cycle it's a cycle well it's it's make believe right so when you're little kids as long as everybody is like make believing then the game works yeah but well two-thirds of the world or more is no longer make believing yeah and this it's going to take time um you know i don't think that we need to like panic but you know i mean shoot we've been saying the same thing you since 2012 me since i've been involved um you know in uh, in what we're doing here we've been talking about what needs to be done to make sure that you know if everything falls apart how are you gonna eat how are you gonna be okay how are you gonna keep whatever assets you have and how are you gonna profit we've been talking about that we're gonna talk about that towards the end of the show like in a bit we're gonna exactly. make a pretty big announcement right yep now we're gonna we're, we're gonna show you guys the last vestige the last shoe to drop in order for you to make a profit in this whole entire mess because yeah. all this volatility that's coming the greatest fortunes will be made there we go tree america middle class people could buy their own homes the u.s government meanwhile was able to run up astronomical debts without many obvious consequences now from time to time the congress would debate something called the debt ceiling but it was abstract for most people, the entire topic didn't seem very relevant to their lives because for most of that time, it really wasn't. America printed the U.S. dollar. We controlled the global reserve currency. And that meant that for us, money was cheap. We had privileges that nobody else in the world had. It's been very nice. But what would happen if it ended? You don't <laughs> even really want to think about that because the consequences <laughs> would be too ugly, really ugly. But we started to worry about it about a year ago really the day the Russian military rolled over the Ukrainian border. Now, by itself, that was a destabilizing... I worried about it with the, uh, back in 2013, and 2014, excuse me, when the Maidan happened, and I wrote an article and posted it on, at that time, uh, roguemoney.net, right? And I wrote the article, and I got I got It's in the archives, and, and uh, my, my partner Matt and I, we got to go through the archives and, and bring that out and, and paste it. I was prophetic. The title of the article that I wrote in 2014 was Ukraine, Where the Dollar Goes to Die. And it was utterly prophetic. So we've been documenting this nonsense for the longest time. And it becomes easier to document the, the, the nonsense when you realize that everybody in, in, in every expert in the United States, every metric coming out of the West is just utter lies and bullshit. Utter lies hey, holy god bill you actually have that bro email that to me man if you have that article ukraine where the dollar goes to die please email it to me i'm trying to find it actually have you tried a simple uh web search on that no no i haven't i actually I did it, i had no luck with it actually oh bill says email. thank you bill appreciate it bro all right so let's continue with tuck event, war always is destabilizing and always challenges the existing order. But it was the West's reaction to the Russian invasion that seemed ominous. Policymakers in the U.S. went insane. Joe Biden, helped by his Republican allies in the Senate, appeared to be determined not simply to topple the Russian government in some kind of regime change war, but to blow up the post-war economic order that had served the U.S. so generously for so long. 
So we thought at the time that the real threat to our future wasn't just the billions we were sending to Zelensky. That was reckless, but probably not going to end America. The real threat was the unprecedented economic sanctions that Joe Biden was allowed to, in fact, encouraged to impose. Those sanctions, you'll recall, were supposed to hurt Russia. But even in March of last year, it seemed obvious they were going to hurt the United States much more than they hurt Russia. Here's what we said 13 months ago. We should prepare to lose our position as holder of the world's reserve currency. That is happening in slow motion. It's unmistakable. Now, the Biden people seem to have no idea this is going on, or maybe they want it to happen. Joe Biden was up there at the State of the Union bragging about how he took 30 points off the Russian ruble in a single day. Hooray! Good for us! But once we stop celebrating our win, the destruction of the Russian economy, they deserve it. You got to wonder, is there a downside to this? Could it be a Pyrrhic victory? Let's see. These policies have driven Russia, China, India, Turkey, and other countries to accelerate their flight from the U.S. dollar. Now, to be clear, that's the majority of the global economy. This may be the most reckless and destructive thing any American president has ever done to the United States. Because they have millennials in the office. They have idiots who have zero life experience, who've been educated in such cesspools as Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Dartmouth, Brown, and then Cambridge and Oxford and all these other places. Absolute idiot factories. And then they are groomed in these think tanks, which is really not a think tank. It has nothing to do with thinking. It's called ideology. It's called uh, consensus tanks, or you can call it uh, echo chamber tanks. Indoctrination tanks. Indoctrination tanks, right? Or as I like to call them, circle jerk centers. You go yeah. and, and you, you, you advance your career in D.C. by circle. First, you, you circle jerk each other in D.C., right? And then what they do is once you, you know, climb the uh, ranks, excuse me, uh, not D.C., but, but in, the in, the, in, the, in the think tanks, once you climb the ranks in the think tanks, like in Strat 4, I have some experience in Stratford going back before Peter Zeehan got there uh, and um, when George Friedman was still running it. And George didn't know shit then. He doesn't know shit now. Um, and so you, you work yourself into a tizzy by circle jerking everyone. And then you graduate because you become the master circle jerker. You've learned the art of jerking off everyone and making them all feel good about their own consensus. Now, after you get, leave the think tanks, you go work for the lobbyists or you work in the politics or you work get into political office. And when you go there, they make sure that you have the most incredible, especially if you're running a, for a political office, they will give you the golden knee pads. Okay, not a golden parachute, <laughs> the golden knee pads, because you are no longer a circle jerker in the think tank. Now you're in politics, you're in DC, you're on the beltway, and you've graduated. You go from being a circle jerker to a fluffer, and they give you the golden knee pads, and your job is to fluff private equity and to fluff uh, uh, the defense contractors, the military incompetent complex, and the, and the intelligence or, or the unintelligible uh, intelligence or the ill, Ill intelligence complex, whatever you want to call it, the unintelligent complex, right? All these morons, you fluff them, right? So that's what it is. So you have the most idiotic morons who literally thought, number one, the United States is the most powerful military in the world. A lie. The United States has never won a war, period. Never won a war. You can't even count World War II. It's a joke. Eight out of ten Germans died. 
at the hands of Russian soldiers, my friends. The Russians saved Europe. But somehow the history got flipped because of Hollywood. Yes, Hollywood. George Patton, a moron who's venerated as he's some sort of genius. You realize on the Germans, the, you realize how serious the German SS was? You know how serious the German war machine was? The German Wehrmacht on their list of like top generals that they're facing off against. Patton didn't even make the top 30. But over here in Hollywood, they like blood and guts, Patton. Oh, he fits the narrative. Yeah. He had two pistols. I Ebony and Ivory, and he was going pew, pew, pew against airplane. It's a joke. So these circle yeah, jerkers, I mean... right? These circle jerkers are now are, are convinced. We're the most powerful. We can go ahead, we can sanction Russia, cowboy, and nothing's gonna happen because we're the best. Like, we want, we're the best. <sighs> Yeah, I'll tell you that I think the first shot was kind of fired. Uh, was it Iran when uh, when they kind of sanctioned Iran and took their money? Oh, yeah. Right? And that was that's when it's like, hey, wait a minute. If we piss off America, they're just going to take our money. But it's the reserve currency. So, look, oh if God. you're going to have Hobo, a reserve currency. Hobo just titled my new book. Oh, I, I, I managed to uh, to get it in the chat. Look at that. The art of jerking off everyone. <laughs> You're a genius. Genius. Oh my god, that was genius. That's good, right? I love it. That's I mean, Hobo, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like... write the I'm gonna write the the the, the, the acknowledgement to Hobo Sermons on that one. Well, in today's like environment of you know hypersexualization, that, that book will probably sell well. People won't even know what they're buying and then they're gonna like get educated. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, so, look, when you, it, it's a simple thing. You piss off America, they're going to confiscate your FX reserves. And that was demonstrated in a big way with Russia. <laughs> yeah. It used to be like, oh, they only do that with like, you know, uh, mud hut countries, you know, oh, Iran or whatever. Like, not enough people were upset about that. Although I think Iran was a shot across the bow. So I think all the countries all of a sudden were on notice, like, hey, wait a minute, they're just going to take our currency? Like, so that, you know, then when they did to Russia, that was it. I mean, Russia is like one of the major powers in the world. Okay. You can call them a country masquerading or a gas station masquerading as country. Like you can call them that, but anybody who knows anything understands that Russia is such a huge country with so many resources and they make their own weapons. Um, I, we had some uh, family over talking to a, a kind of old school Eastern European guy yesterday. And we were just like, talking about and like look russia makes their own effing weapons and their own food and they make their own everything um you know so whenever you hear these stories like when the war first happened and all of a sudden oh the russians are running out of gas because of their supply lines it was just fiction there's nothing pure fiction first of all russia doesn't run out of gas russian produces gas they produce a lot of oil so you know the russia is a resource rich country and in the end you know okay so you can you can play currency games for 80 years you know, that's you can do that and that will build power in a temporary fashion. But when those games wear out, what's really left is the resources. And this is why I do agree with uh, with the gorilla that the next form of currency will be somewhat, at least somewhat uh, backed by commodities of some kind, because, um, you know, that is that's key. Um, it, it's real. You know, it's real wealth. So do you want to is there more on Tucker? Or are we going to move on? Well, a little bit more on Tucker. We'll move on. 
So that was last year. And at the time, it was really just yelling into the wind. Those views were considered absurd, even treasonous. Biden and his Republican allies described sanctions against Russia as morally essential. So we seized oligarchs' yachts at Anchor. We closed the Apple store in Moscow. We were all assured these were important victories. And anyone who asked questions about their long-term economic consequences was a Putin stooge. That was the consensus in Washington last spring. I'm a Putin stooge. I've forgotten what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah, totally. The purpose Ah! of the sanctions (laughs) has always been and continues to be deterrence. But let's also recognize the unique nature of the sanctions that we have outlined. These are some of the greatest sanctions, if not oh, the, wow. the, the strongest that we've ever issued. She would know. The president believes that sanctions. <laughs> Holy cow, dude. The president doesn't believe anything. No, the no. President, the president Kamala believes. Harris just my point. What'd she say? My, I mean, my analogy of, of, of graduating from being a, a circle jerker to a fluffer. Oh. Kamala Harris <laughs> became VP. Why do you think she's wearing a mask? <laughs> oh, it makes, it makes all the Too many sense. bruises, dude. Too many bruises and stretch marks. And this, this idiot, right? This, this is another uh, genius over here. This, this, this anemic looking. He looks pale. He looks like yeah, he has no blood flow. This guy. Yeah, no, no uh, facial hair either. Because puberty hasn't touched him. He pro- he's probably on puberty because blood they blood. gave him the same chemical castration drugs that they're giving to kids who, uh, you know, puberty blockers. But they're actually That's chemical true. castration drugs. Yeah. Is what they are. Literally, yeah. like the drug they're giving to these kids, puberty blockers, are what they use to chemically castrate people as a punishment for their crime. Anyway, yeah. so what's he going to say? This guy are intended to deter. As to the sanctions, um, uh, this the most idiot. important uh, thing we can do is guy. to use them as a deterrent. Uh, as a- these are fucking lawyers and people with humanities degrees. These are these are people with like degrees in like international studies. All bullshit, fake degrees. It's garbage. Well, yeah. If you look at uh, what's that book by um, by Andrei Martinov? Uh, oh my God! Losing military supremacy. Losing military supremacy. He Go talks about how... it on Audible. Listen to it on Audible. It's amazing. Yeah, and he he uh, actually narrates it himself. So, hello, that's me again. <laughs> that's no, a good one. Kidding. I love Andre. He's awesome. <laughs> no, he's great, but he does it. He uses a, a different guy to narrate it. Um, but that actually will describe to you how people in leadership positions in Russia, and as, I think it's also true in China, but they really talk, he talks about Russia. Um, a lot of them are scientists. The These people with actual like degrees in science, they yeah. understand the way that things work. These are not oh, lawyers yeah? or humanities oh, degrees. Oh, yeah? Well, we have somebody who's a scientist on gender studies, and she's going to be the next Secretary of Defense, Tabai. That's like being a scientist on gender studies is like, I don't know. That's like being a scientist on finger painting. It's just there's no – it's not a thing. It's <laughs> Actually, not a thing. Finger painting is more advanced. <laughs> <laughs> gender studies. Yeah. It's God like, almighty. That's, that's not a thing. Yep. <laughs> These are just uh, a bunch of idiots, man. I'll stop it over there with uh, with the tuck thing. But the whole point is this: this is how nuts. This is we're on the verge of losing the, of the dollar. It's going to happen. It's not if it's going to happen. It's when. And I've said this before. I don't have any data past twenty twenty five, cowboy. I really don't. Everything just well, comes to a head at the end of twenty twenty four for me. I don't yeah, see well, it as of now. I mean, I'll tell you what. Um, I don't want to get into like jet territory, but. Uh, I'm not going to go there. It's not going to. There's there's people who think things will end a lot sooner than that, but that's that you're getting into world-ending stuff, and that's not my style. That's not my um, style either. Not my style either. Yeah, it's just not. Um, Opportunities although, and leverage, my friend. 
Yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, I've been I've been told the world's gonna end a million times. Like, man, and, I've been told that since the day I was born. Yeah, he's, there's always that stuff. It doesn't mean that Jet's wrong, no. but um, it, you know, it's I, I don't I just don't go there because look, let's say the world's gonna end and the you know whatever the planet just gets crushed. Yeah, that could be like, next you know, year or the next next year, years. Next th- so what? But what's the difference? Nothing we do to stop it. We're here right. to enjoy life. We're here to we're here to get ahead. And if that happens and we die, then that's that. Um, rent sinking behavior. Okay, mm. so we've talked about this on the show before. Um, but I'm just going to remind everybody of what this is. The Davos crowd, the communists, uh, even though communism supposedly is all about giving people equality um, in reality, or I should say equity is what they like. Um, but the reality is that communism is just a wrecking ball. It's a, a wrecking ball that is meant to destroy societies and governments. It's never, you know, it doesn't work. Like communism works in very small groups, like 50 to a few hundred people living on a commune. Maybe it works there, but you know, it just, so rent seeking behavior is i'm going to just read this straight from wikipedia it's the act of growing one's existing wealth by manipulating social or political environment without creating new wealth hmm does that sound like a certain country we know oh yeah just i mean how much prosperity uh, without profits that's the new that, that that's the new du jour baby Yeah, I mean, look, think about it this way. We talk about, and there's more to this, you know, I'll I'll read a little further, but just that first sentence tells us a lot. Um, There is a direct correlation. Uh, Gammon did a a video on this. Uh, George Gammon, maybe like three months ago, did a great video on printing money is not necessarily what's going to lead us to a massive deflationary event. What it is, in his theory, and he showed the math, is that it's actually the more government spending that goes on. The more the government takes money and spends it and calls that wealth, that's the, the, the more that happens, the closer you get to a crash. Um, so, and he showed it through history. And here's the thing about it. Um, you know, my degrees in economics, and one of the first things they teach you is that um, how price is supposed to be determined in the most efficient way, Right is the willingness to buy versus the willingness to accept. When those two things meet, price is determined in an efficient way. The markets, like I trade, like we'll talk about towards the end of the show, yeah. the, that's literally an auction. And uh, it's so, you know, that's the most effective, most, the best way to get the best price for anything is an auction because people are competing with each other for price, right? Mm-hmm. Or perhaps, um, Oh, the, the, and you know the other side of that is like having a store where where people can actually compete with each other on the shelf. That's the other side of it. So rent seeking happens because you have a government, and in this case, it's a government. Anytime a third party, aka the government, gets in between the buyer and the seller, there is what economic law determines to be a loss to society, right? And this is economic law. Okay, so the more government is involved, the more of a loss to society we see. It's a black yep. hole. And yep. now the government is now I, – I don't know how much G, GDP is government spending. I'm willing to bet it's like half or more. <laughs> more than uh, you know, So half of our entire economy is, is a freaking black hole down which wealth disappears. And that wealth doesn't simply disappear. It actually goes into the pockets of rent-seeking individuals. And rent-seeking individuals exist – um, in a higher form, or I should say a more powerful form, in your oligarchs. They tend to be rent seekers. They tend to uh, pervert the economy such that they make the rules easy for themselves and they make the rules 
very difficult for the regular person to get into business. They make it impossible to own a business. They want you to work for a corporation where they can control you, all the things we talk about. Um, so this rent-seeking activities, back to the uh, article here, rent-seeking activities have negative effects on the rest of society what I just called it, a loss of a loss to society, right? Mm -hmm. What the economic law says. And it results in reduced economic efficiency through misallocation of resources, reduced wealth creation, lost government revenue, heightened income inequality, risk of growing political bribery, and potential national decline. Potential national decline. Um, interesting that the left right now is preaching income inequality being a problem. And yet their policies are actually what literally causes income inequality and that's rent seeking behavior. Um, so look, this is the, the I, people are so far gone. We have a handful of, of people who watch this show. I mean, com, you know, hundreds of people that watch thousands actually that watch this show, but that's a handful compared to the rest of society. So those watching us, those getting this information are at least asking questions and that's fine. It, it would take two generations of re-education to fix the problem. And I don't think we have two generations. I think we have two years and it's just not going to happen. So what we got to do is take a look at the trends, right? Um, so I just read that. I forgot. I didn't screen share. That's fine. We didn't need to screen share that, but I am going to screen share just a couple of articles that are pointing us in the direction of what is going down. So let's go here. Small business file. Okay. Uh, I'm going to actually share a window. That's better. Okay. So screen sharing now. Okay, central bank gold buying shows no sign of slowing down. Uh, I did a show in the last few months regarding when, and, and we've referenced this show a few times, when the BIS changed gold from a tier three to a tier one asset. So just a quick reminder, um, a tier one asset on a balance sheet means that you can account for the entire value, the 100% of the value of that asset on your balance sheet if you are a central bank or really any, any institution that applies, yeah. uh, any institution to which those rules apply, right? Now, a tier three asset means that you can count 50% of the value of whatever that asset. So let's just say gold were uh, or was, let's say gold was a tier three asset, which it was like, I think 2016, 2017. I forget the exact year. I think it was 2018 when it changed. Um, so that means if you had $100 million in gold as a uh, as a financial institution, right? As a central bank, we'll just use it as an example. Um, then that means that you could only on your balance sheet account for $50 million in assets relating to that gold because you can only count for 50%. So, and, and this um, was uh, Schechter. I think his name is Andrew and, Schechter. Yeah, Andy Schechter. Yes. No, Andy Schechter is, you know, he's a gold dealer. He noticed a few things. So he noticed central banks. Like I think it was 2018 when he noticed it or might've been 2017. And so central banks started buying gold. And in one year, they bought more gold than central banks had ever bought in like 60 years combined. And then at the end of that like year or so, the BIS changed gold to a tier one asset from a tier three. So the banks clearly were told what was going to happen. I mean, why would the banks go buy gobs and gobs and gobs of gold, you know, orders of magnitude more than they had been buying for decades? And all of a sudden, the rules change. So they knew it was up. And it hasn't stopped. So what we're looking at now is central banks are buying gold. They're, so this goes back to 
and I, we don't need to get too deep into this article. Um, the headline's enough. This goes into what we've been talking about on this show is that whatever the next settlement method is going to happen is probably going to be backed by some form of commodity um, or at least hard asset like gold. And I think gold isn't gold considered a commodity. It's, it's under the CFTC, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So, so on to the next article. So it's just that's just a reminder. And you know what? If the central banks are buying gold, I mean, look, I'm not. We don't give investment advice or financial advice on this show, right? Nothing we say on here is to be used or construed as investment advice because you can lose your money if you start to risk your money on markets. That's a dangerous thing. Ever, um, one could say that if the banks are buying gold, it's not a bad bet. One could say that. For entertainment yeah. purposes only, folks. <laughs> yeah, entertainment purposes only. There is a certain Simeon minion who could uh, help you find gold. I don't know. Is he on the show? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, that would be me. <laughs> we are not forgetting the French accent in the middle. Monsieur Gorilla. <laughs> the gorilla French we... monkey. You give him a few worthless or soon-to-be-worthless dollars, and he will find the gold for you. I will find the gold. No matter where it is, if it is uh, anywhere in the world, I will find it. Yes, buying gold with your dollars is slightly more profitable than throwing it in the toilet. Oui. Oui, oui. So um, more info here, uh, economic data coming out this week. Of course, jobless claims explode higher. And this is key right here. After Bureau of Labor Statistics, BLS, uh, I think I got that, that acronym right, revisions tech layoffs on 2001 pace. Okay, so here's the thing. We've been talking about things. This is one of my main themes is things that should be moving in tandem are moving inversely and vice versa. Things that are moving inversely should be moving in tandem. And we keep seeing like, oh, the jobs, uh, job numbers are great. Job, jobless claims are low. And we just keep seeing this like uh, jobs data coming out. Like, oh, the economy is so strong. The jobs are good. Oh, look here. Oh, wait a minute. We have revisions. We got, we got we, oh, we got to change the numbers. <laughs> oh gosh, I, we had it wrong. So all of a sudden they do revisions. It's like, wait a minute. Do you have the numbers or not? Right? I mean, look, you announce these numbers like once a month, sometimes more than that, and it's subject to revision. So are you getting the data or not? Right. So this is just a, a, to show you how this economic data is not to be trusted at face value because what a week later or a month later, you might see revisions. Oh, we were long, <laughs> we were wrong last month. Everything's falling apart. Um, so jobless claims are up. Now, here's another one. Uh, the gorilla, I know your data points are only going through 2024, the end of 2024, but are you able to give us a little granularity as to said data points with relation to rate hikes in the United States or rate pauses? Yeah, uh, in terms of uh, uh, there's going to be a rate cut that's coming, and I think it's going to be happening um, as we get into the May uh, is, is you were going to start seeing a turnaround in this because look, there's they, they can't keep hiking rates. They, they just can't. It's creating too much back pressure in the derivative market. It's really look. They raised the rates to get some of the pressure off of the bond market. Okay, the 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 ten year treasury, right? Which also started to spike. They also raised rates to 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 uh, curb curtail what is happening in the euro dollar market, right? Because why, why, why the attack on the euro dollar? It is to bring solvency back. Why bring solvency back? Because there's an insolvency crisis in the United States. That's why. And Tom Luongo went into detail about the whole euro dollar thing. 
The secondly, now that this is established, they have to start cutting because you could only keep hiking rates to the point where you literally explode the derivative interest rate swap market. Once IR swaps are affected, you are screwing everything up. When you're setting up things to run on SOFOR and not LIBOR, you got to make sure that the thing that's keeping the financial scam running, which is the 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 IR swap, uh, the IR swaps, the inter- rate, interest rate swaps in the derivative market, that that keeps going. Otherwise, it's a big problem because that's where you're getting a lot of this liquidity, keep the the the, the a lot of the positive uh, direction of the economy going, the positive in terms of numbers, but you still have some negative feedback. You don't cut. You don't start cutting now or pausing or cutting, and a pause is always. A pause before a cut. A pause is always always a pause before a cut. You got to start cutting soon. And uh, we're looking at, you know, uh, at, at, and I again, it could be anytime. It could happen this month. It could happen next month. But look for a rate cut. It's coming. Well, I'm, what I'm doing is I actually brought up a chart, a historical chart. I don't know if uh, it's still screen sharing. I don't have my usual yeah. three screens. All right. So let me go ahead and do th- I'm going to open this chart and I'm going to tr- see if I can manipulate it a bit. Okay. So what we're looking at is the federal reserve of financial crisis, right? Going back to 1982, we have one, two, three, four fed, uh, fed pivots, right? Yeah. So in 1988, right at the, probably after uh, what, what was that crash black Thursday or something um, you had a fed pivot. Right. And this this blue and black line, those are actually like the rates versus the treasury yield. So the black is the effective rate. Okay. So what we're paying attention to is the black line. And so rates were being kind of cut. And then the rates were being hiked up from 1986 through 19 late 1988. And then there was a pivot. And as that pivot happened, the market actually went down. And it's kind of hard to see. I don't know how much I can zoom on this. Let me, uh, let me see if there's a yeah, this I'm using a funky thing because I wanted to draw. Um, so let's actually go back to here. Let's see if I can zoom a little bit and then see if I can kind of move things around. All right, so this is a pretty this is more of a blip, but the, there's a Fed pivot and everybody has been conditioned to thinking, oh, well, if the rates go lower, the markets are going to go up, right? That's what everybody thinks is going to happen. Well, guess what? The market went down. It was a blip, but the market went down. There's a Fed pivot. The rates started going down and the market took a dip right when that happened. Um, but that was a pretty minor scenario compared to what we're about to see here. Right. So what I'm showing you guys is that everybody thinks that when the Fed pivots and money gets cheaper, then the market's going to go up. But that's not what happened here in um, where is this? What year? Uh, 2000. So the dot com crash. Right. So and it was actually after long term capital management, which kind of sparked the whole thing. So Fed pivot and you see a multi year dump in the markets all the way down from, say, 2000 to 2000, like, say, late 2002. So I'm going to bet two years, a good two-year bear market after Fed pivot. And then we have uh, 2008. So the 2000, the great financial crisis, right? So the, the rates were going up and the market was going up at the same time, right? Just like it was recently, just like it was, you know, uh, back in the late nineties. And as the rates go up, the market's heading up and then the market's pause. Uh, I'm sorry, the, uh, the Fed pauses, pause. right? Mm-hmm. Fed pause, market pause, 
And then this credit crisis, you see this huge dump in the GFC and that lasted oh, a couple of years, maybe. Yep. Um, so, and that's as the rates are dropping, as the rates are dropping. So at some point, as the rates are starting to near the bottom, then you start to see the market move. And I have my own theory on this and I'll talk about that. But before we get, you know, and I don't know how heady we want to get on this, but the simple thing to point out is that when there's a Fed pivot, the markets tend to crash. So if you think the pain is done, then chances are, if you look historically, that's not the case. Um, we are seeing the same thing here. There was a bit of a crash after the pivot in 2018, kind of during the Trump time, but it didn't, you know, there was a dump. It didn't last very long at all. Uh, we, you know, the market kept going up. I'm yeah. not sure as to why that is, but there still was a pivot and a dump. It was just relatively small. And I think that was just, you know, QE, 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 right? Yeah. So obviously towards 2020. So uh, the reason I think that is, is that once there is a pivot and the rates are going to drop, then the people who borrow money mm -hmm. to buy stocks mm -hmm. and buy equities and invest, they're waiting to get the best rate. Now on the way up, they're going to keep borrowing because they know the market's heading up. So they don't mind. Okay. So it's an elevated rate, right? But the smart money, okay, so they'll borrow at three, four, five, six percent, knowing that they're going to make money because they're the oligarchs. And then they're going to get rid of the paper towards the top and they're going to let Joe Blow buy all that paper. And then Joe Blow will create the buying pressure that they need to exit. And then that loan that, you know, okay, so they made 20% or 10%. And so they paid 5%. So they profited on a massive scale. So because that's just what elites do. But for most people, they think there's going to be a pivot and that all of a sudden the, mag is, the market is going to magically go up. But the big money is not – and this is my own personal theory as to why this is. I've never heard anybody say this. The big money is not going to borrow money to invest into the market until they think that the Fed has bottomed out because they want to get the best deal of the borrowed money. That's what I think. So anyway, no, this exactly is a right. – all right. Can you corroborate that? Like, do you know yeah, that? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. This, 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 that's why the, the rate has to get cut, right? So every pause is a pause before a, 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 a pullback on the, on the rates. And so they're not going to – the money is re getting really expensive to, to um, you know, to, to borrow. And they, you know, they it's time to, you know, they have to cut. They have to cut because they need to blow the next bubble. Down 40,000, cowboy. Down 40,000. Let's print the oh, T-shirts. <laughs> Let's print the T-shirts. Down 40,000. Here we come. Forget about it. Yeah, it's, it's you know. And, of course, in the meantime, small business file for bankruptcy at a record pace. Uh, yep. This will be the last uh, the last screen I share because we got things to talk about here yep. at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. um, so, but, yeah, look, just the headline is enough. Small businesses file for, uh, for bankruptcy at a record pace, surpassing the COVID crash. Think about that for a minute. So COVID crash killed a ton of business. Yeah. And yet the pace at which small businesses are filing for bankruptcy actually surpasses the COVID crash. So the rent seekers who don't want you to have your own income, your own business that you own, they would rather have you rent your livelihood from a corporation because they are rent seekers have used – I am I mean – um, I'm going to guess it'll, a lot of it has to do with the rates and there's everything falling apart. I mean, you know, with the, uh, go to your hedge, read the article. There's a million reasons why businesses are falling apart, but mostly it's going to be the machinations of the uh, rent seekers. And of course the loss to society that creates a hole in the 
uh, purchasing power. And when you're a small business and you rely on purchasing power and that purchasing power is being eroded, um, you're going to lose your business. So yeah. that's probably a simple answer, but there's more to it. But I think we should probably move on to other things. I'm going to end my screen share, uh, Gorilla, so you can go ahead and do yours. Before we talk and about our, our thing that we're about to unveil to the public, and this is important, Cowboy and I have been, you know, it's a long story. I'll explain it, but I want to show you. I don't know if you've seen this. They are mobilizing a brand new elite special operations force right now <laughs> that is going to be landing in Ukraine. And I have video. I have actually photos of these guys training, bro. Let me let me bring this up. Oh, this is going to be good. This is an elite team. Uh, this is a. <laughs> this is a, no. you, you heard of SEAL Team Six? This is <laughs> this is team. Walrus Team Five. No, Meal M E A L Meal Team Six. Oh, Meal Team is... Six is getting ready to deploy to uh, Ukraine. <laughs> they will be uh, re ready to face off against the uh, the Russian uh, uh, PMC, which is known as Wagner Group. Uh, they're also ready to go toe to toe or belly to belly against the Spetsnaz by fattening Meal Team Six. Meal, uh, the the amount of blubber and obesity uh, that is on this uh, the individuals of Meal Team Six. Makes them more not bulletproof cowboy, but more bullet resistant. Uh, they're hardened arteries that are calcified. Uh, the, this gentleman right here, uh, the one of the requirements for being in part of uh, Meal Team Six is that you have a BMI of over fifty. Uh, this gentleman's there, uh, and mm -hmm. also the hardened arteries. If the the hardening of the arteries prevents the bleed out, so if if these guys get hit, their arteries are so calcified it will not allow. And their blood is so greasy, okay, that it, it would be a very slow bleed out. So they're able to last longer on the battlefield. And then when they die, they burn their bodies as uh, for fuel for like their equipment and stuff, you know, and to keep them warm at yeah, night. Yeah. It, that, it's the advantage. So the Meal Team Six is the most <laughs> battle hardened ready. And right now they are uh, finishing up uh, uh, the, you know, uh, Right before they deploy, they eat a, a whole plate of uh, Dickie's barbecue. And a jelly ready. donut. That's right, and jelly donuts, and they're ready to deploy. Man, that is Meal Team Six. I just oh, want to share geez, that with all dude. you guys. Yeah, that's terrible. Dude. <laughs> 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 uh, while we're on, while we're messing around, let me see if I can uh, share this one. Hold on a second. Yeah, this this is pretty. It's pretty good. If I can see if there's a way to do this. Um, remember, I'm on my single screen now. I'm traveling, so I don't have all my normal you must, tech. You, you must, you must feel. Uh, you know what you got to get? You get a portable monitor, bro. Those things are awesome. Yeah, I've got. I, I'll look into it. I have some extra. I have one. Here. I'll send it to you if you want. Portable, but we'll talk about. It. We'll yeah. talk about. It. Let's see. Well, Amazon uh, will probably yeah. be faster. So, well, yeah, but not you know. All right, so let's see. Share now. Where do I click for audio? There's like no option for clicking on audio for this. There is. Present, yeah, present share screen. Uh, there's a share audio tab on the bottom left corner. Share screen. Yeah. There, share system audio. Yep. There it is. I, it didn't have it a moment ago. Yes, um, all right. So entire screen is still clicked. Okay. When you, when you go to window to share a window instead of entire screen, then it actually, uh, all right. So that's fine. Oh God. What is this? Wait, hold on. I'll start it over. Cause I think that everybody didn't hear this. Oh God! This guy looks like he has—he smells of soy. No, no, he's legit. He's legit. Oh, Hold on. Okay, okay, good. No, this guy's legit. You gotta hear what he says. Okay. Hey, we're, uh, we're no video, man. We hear a little bit of an audio. 
Why'd you play it? Wait, you got no audio on this? I hear an audio. Why'd you play it? It's uh Is that like is that is that a good audio or no? No, no. If you look at you, if you look at your screen, there's nothing playing. It's just we see the guy's face, we see the 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 telegram pulled up, but that's about oh, it. Oh, I see what's going on. Oh, there it is. Uh, yeah, we we've done this before. All right, we've had this issue before. I'll just play it from here because oh, okay. the audio is what matters anyway. Who cares what the guy looks like, right? Shit, yeah. son of a bitch. Click, Dude, click the audio me. tab on on that video. This is from Joaquin's, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll click the speaker. Yeah, click right. the, good. So, there it goes there again. You go. Yeah. I, all right. Hold on. Screw this, okay. dude. It's like it. I'm gonna. When I click the audio tab, it goes to the screen. See, you, damn it. All right. You know what? I'll just put it somewhere else, dude. This isn't gonna work out. <laughs> no Let's see if I can do this. Okay. Streamyard. Go here. I need my like ten screens, otherwise I'm useless. All right. Stop sharing. <laughs> I think I got this. Hold on. This is this is actually really funny. Present. Share screen, window. Okay, now. Oh wait, I gotta click the audio. It, it's worth going through this technical rigmarole. It's worth it. All right, here it goes. Ready? Yep. Is it showing up? Oh, it's on. got the. All right, good, perfect. All right, here it goes. Oh, there's no audio. But we really put they put an axe one between my legs to make up in China. I have to dilate it every day so the wound doesn't heal naturally. And <laughs> 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 yeah, post it on Discord, Val's the same. That's just so funny, dude. Yeah, I'll find a way to post it on Discord. It's it's uh tough to do with sometimes All with right, these audio. Drum roll. Okay. So for those that don't know, Cowboy and I have known each other for for quite a few years at this point, Cowboy. So we've been working together since 2017. Yep, and we've been working together for since 2017. Um, I've always said, you know, Cowboy, and I, 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 I'm not trying to blow sunshine off you, man. You are one of the best technical traders I've ever seen. Definitely on point, brother. One of the best. Well, thank you, sir. Yes, and and he's a great teacher. And, you know, Cowboy and I in the past, we ran a, 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 a trading room. And it was extremely successful. And then uh, eventually, it, it, you know, we had to uh, unwind it and uh, and learn the lessons of what works, what doesn't work. Um, and I realized you just need to have two professionals run the damn thing. And uh, the in terms of technicals, you're not beating cowboy. In terms of fundamentals, you ain't beating the you ain't beating the gorilla. So cowboys like, hey man, why don't we do something where we're helping people and we're teaching people on how to really make a difference. And Cowboy's like, I'm like, cool, that, that, that sounds great. Yeah, I'd love to work with you. You and I work very well. It's, it, we're, we're, you know, like Bonnie and Clyde. I'm Bonnie, by the way. Kidding. Awesome. <laughs> no, we're like, uh, so, you know, we're saying, let's work together. We, you know, we, we're like freaking, it's like having Michael Jordan and, um, and, and Magic Johnson on the same team. You know, it, it's just the same thing. It's just like two great all-stars, you know, great minds, Amazing technical abilities. Let's make it happen. And then Cowboy said something that blew my mind away. He's like, hey, V, why don't I just teach people how to build their own algorithm? And I was like, that's brilliant. So I, said, I asked, I was like, so Cowboy, you mean you can build something? You can teach people how to build something that will work even while they're away at their jobs? And he's like, yeah, man. 
I was like, you mean you, that you can create this quote unquote algorithm, this trading bot, this own personalized trading bot that all of a sudden this person doesn't have to be glued to their screen because this is the biggest thing about trading is that you got to get glued to your screen all day, every day, right? No, no, no computer programming knowledge necessary. I, I would probably avoid calling it a bot, but I yeah. could certainly help to create a method. Bingo. Bingo. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the most powerful thing. So, Kevin, why don't you detail a little bit of how the how a little, little bit more of the of, of the of the background and the details of how we came up with this idea. And then I'll uh, then I'll show that share the screen and unveil it to the world. All right. So here's oh, a the trade way. butler. That's good. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. A trade butler. Nice. nice. Yeah. So people hear the term algorithm and they think of like, uh, you know, nerds and they're, you know, com supercomputers and just all this like James Bond stuff. And it's just not really what an algorithm is. In fact, um, an algorithm merely is. It's a formula. And it's a simple formula. Say tying your shoes is an algorithm. Like you just, you execute based on um, conditions. So condition A happens, then you take action one. Condition B happens, you take action two. Condition C happens, you take action three. That's an algorithm. Or it could be conditions A, B, and C line up and you take actions one and two. And this is every single trader, every single trader, doesn't matter if they're brand new. Well, sometimes brand new don't do it, but an intermediate trader, kind of like someone who's still learning, but they're having some success and all the way up to the pros, they all use algorithms and most of them are not programmed. Most of them are not programmed into a computer. There's no creating a bot that does it. You know, it's not, it's not like that. The people who have a job like a, you know, a nine to five or even more, and they want to learn how to trade they can basically trade on a higher time frame, But what they need to do is they need to build a trading method for that to work. They need to actually understand how... <laughs> they need to understand market psychology. They need to know how to make their trading work like a business. They need to know how to run their trading as a business. And once they have that background solidified, they can take their trading method and apply it to a higher time frame where they're kind of hunting for a trade over like, okay, I got off work. Looks like the trade might line up in the next few hours. And then like, maybe it does, or maybe it doesn't until the morning. And then you have all the time in the world at that point to enter your trade. And you, I mean, trading at a higher time frame, like say like the four hour time frame, if you have a good algorithm, and I mean, one that you've built, one that you've tested, I mean, you can find trade at least one or two trades a week yeah. that are, you know, and most of them going to be successful. Um, so, what this is, is that it's an educational platform that allows you to optimize your trading based on building an algorithm and then understanding how to avoid the common pitfalls. So there's an education on the algorithm. There's just a basic education of what's the market, what is trading. I mean, straight up beginner, yeah. straight up beginner stuff. And then you have a course that actually shows the building of an algorithm, how to test it, uh, you know, back testing, forward testing. And then there's the course that shows you how to treat it as a business and how to actually optimize and even get a bigger edge. Cause this is all about getting your edge. Trading is about your edge. And when you have a good algorithm, that is your edge. But when you understand market psychology, which is the fourth course, when you understand operations, which is the business course, when you apply 
those two aspects to your trading method, that edge becomes incredibly sharp. And it's what is ignored by everybody. Everybody thinks that they have a like a good algorithm or, you know, they don't even know it's an algorithm. They just call it their, their trading plan or their trading method. Yeah. So when you have a good algorithm, that's fine. But if you have no understanding of how to apply it from a psychological aspect, then you're going to be in trouble. Um, now we don't do financial advice or investment advice. We merely teach you how to fish. But what's really cool is in addition is that we, that's, this is the gorilla and I both are going to be on live trading Yep. For any of the members, five days a week for market open for U.S. market open. So um, we think the schedule is going to be maybe like an hour or two before the open and then through the open itself. Uh, and, you know, maybe you don't have to go much after the open, maybe in half hour, something like that. Yeah. But we're going to be on every single day, me and the gorilla on gonna, every single day. And if, yep. if you're a member, you have access to that live trading Remember what we're trading. I'm going to show what I'm trading and I'm going to show it live, but you're not to be following those trades. And if you do follow them, it has to be because your research said to follow it, not because my research said to follow it. Because again, we don't do investment advice here, but five days a week. I mean, what do you think really you think we can handle five days a week doing this? We could easily handle five days a week, uh, you know, handling it. And then at the same time, you're going to get that live interaction from Cowboy and myself. We could talk about a lot of the questions you guys might have, some of the current concerns you might have. And then you really have a tightened up and buttoned up strategy for you to be successful at your trades, to execute your trades properly. So every single day, man, we're going to be talking about the markets. So you're going to get the daily dose of all the education and some market analysis and some updates, see where the economy is going. It's going to be hard hitting. It's going to be hard hitting and that's daily and that's going to be important. And, you know, we're going to have a, a complete uh, uh, trading discord uh, that we'll be live streaming towards that you guys can hang out. I'll be I'll be living on that discord. And uh, when Rogue, Rogue is also launching their new platform as well in another week or so because we're just you know, they're were, they were waiting on a, on a payment processor. But, you know, I'll be on that discord for uh, the trading room and for this um and for rogue as well i'll be living on in that discord but the thing is actually it might it might end up being on telegram instead of discord. oh yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. not discord uh telegram I, I i apologize i'll be living on telegram uh you know with with uh with with this new th thing it's going to be amazing and 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 the live streams are going to be right, right through telegram you, you, live video you'll be seeing cowboy interact you're going to see me we're going to be there and i think i'll be completely uh i think i'll have the camera on as well so when i'm when we're on there trading so it's gonna be pretty pretty badass man yeah, pretty, it's going to be New open. York Open, but everything that we're going to be teaching will apply to no matter if you're in London, you're in Singapore, you're in Beijing, or you are in France, you're in Paris, this Paris Stock Exchange, and uh, you are worried about those yellow jackets coming in and burning down your trading facility. We oui, oui, do not worry, because Cowboy and V, we got you covered with all the trades and all the action and the technicals, the fundamentals. We got all <laughs> So it doesn't matter where in the heck in the world you are, the, the 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 strategy applies. And the reason why we're doing this, guys, the reason why we fired up to do this, this is going to be the this is going to be an additional stream of income for y'all, all of you guys. Okay, it's like think about this: if this thing is clipping a hundred bucks a day. Just a hundred bucks a day. We're not, and we're not saying that it will because you right. know there's no guarantee in any of this. And it's Correct. going to be completely based on your own work. Exactly. So if you if you let's just say you have a, a good working algorithm, you've you know, we helped you build it and it's yours, 
You've customized it to your habits, to your psychology. And, and the cowboy goes into the psychological aspects of this, right? Mm-hmm. And then and, it's out there and it's working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, I'm sorry, dude. Uh, well, first of all, I just sh- shared the screen for our website. Um, but secondly, yeah, it's um, so much of the psychological aspect is going to be taught live time. I have, an, I have a course on the psychological aspect that goes over kind of the details of it. But as, on the live stream, all the stuff that's on the courses that I, I have a whole, you know, a litany of videos towards this stuff. But that especially the psychological aspect, that's going to come out on the live courses. Yeah. On the on the live uh, trading that we're talking about. Exactly. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I'm no, no, sorry. it's all good, dude. So what I'm saying is like it's like yo, if you have, if you know, we help create a, a working algorithm for you guys that's clipping a hundred bucks, you know, fifty, a hundred bucks a day. That's like thirty grand at the end of the year. Imagine going to your boss and say, "Hey, could you give me a thirty grand raise?" They'll laugh at you. Or imagine just having an, an additional thirty grand at the end of the year to your bottom line in your business in your household income. You know, it's like you're only spending a few minutes a day, an hour or two a day setting this up and letting it run. This is life changing. And uh, Cowboy, it's time to unveil this bad boy. Ready? Unveil it. All right. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. And I'll, Hobo, I'll get to your question in a second. Go ahead, V. One, two, three. Bang. Algo Factory. Trade your job. Algo Factory, baby. Upgrade your life. So this is the site, Um, you know, we got create your edge, sharpen it, carve out profits. It's pretty clear here. No computer programming knowledge is necessary. And this uh, kind of dovetails nicely into a question by Hobo um, asking about like software. We, you know, what kind of software do you need? Um, What trading platforms? Well, you know, we can't recommend those. We may at some point, but if you're in the United States, um, you know, I use one for in particular, it's uh, all those details are in. The business course. So if you go in the business course, it actually tells you like what I use, what the options are out there. Um, you know, pretty much any computer with a decent internet connection, um, you know, and it's got to be like, it, it doesn't have to be, I was using like a 2016 computer for this. Like it's yeah. not a, you know, you don't have to have fancy equipment for this because um, all of your uh, trading applications are web-based. I mean, yep. at least there's a web-based option for them. I use TradingView. Um, TradingView I like because uh, I use Oanda because I trade primarily Forex. Uh, we also do crypto. So we're going to talk about crypto and Forex. And yep. we can even look at charts for all any any market, you name it. We can look at the charts. But when I do my live trading, it's, it's probably going to be Forex and crypto. Um, but see, the thing about Oanda, what's really cool about Oanda is that you can link, I'm sorry, uh, TradingView is you can link TradingView to your broker and trade directly through TradingView. And if you're looking at the screen right now, you're you're getting a preview of one of my algorithms that I use. And I'm going to make it a little more easy to see. And so basically, you know, what you're looking at is an algorithm. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of stuff. I use about half of it. This is a test algorithm. It's not going to look like this to you. This confusing stuff all over the screen. And a lot of this is just for testing. So don't get scared looks a lot simpler but the point is is right from this screen i can enter a trade even though this is not my broker right so if i go on my broker i don't have my tools i don't have my algorithm all these funky stuff that you see on here that i use a fraction of um but 
I mean, certainly I could go onto my broker and enter the trade if I didn't want to link up TradingView, but I like to use TradingView because it can link up. And it links up to many, many brokers for many, many markets. Um, so that's that's part of the answer. The TradingView, it's free. Um, although there are very low, very low cost paid versions that give you some better, uh, yeah. uh, you know, some, some uh, what do you call it, features. So that that's part of the question to answer for you, Hobo. Scroll, scroll down a little more. So no computer program unless you get any fancy equipment. Uh, scroll down. And then here's how it is. You can, it works in all markets. You have expert analysis. You have a global community. It's beginner friendly. And we're going to be reaching out to all of our affiliates and partners all throughout the interwebs. And they're going to be bringing their people in. So it's going to be a massive community of like-minded individuals that are trading with a purpose. And why trading? This is one of the last ditch industries that you can get involved in for very little effort that could actually generate an additional income for you at the end of the month or end of the year. And go down a little bit more, Cowboy, keep scrolling. For sure. And, and by the way, the effort to get into trading is minimal. The oh effort God. to become successful in trading is another story. That's yeah. going to take some time. That's going to take some work. But what I've done is I have done this. I have done this for years. So, you know, I understand the traps and the things that actually slow people down. And so I can take what is normally a four year process. And for somebody who is extremely dedicated, they can be profitable within a few months. Yep. If they're extremely dedicated, the average person, oh, six months to a year probably yep. could be profitable as long as you are dedicated. And it's the, so, you know, I don't want to say it's like, hey, minimal effort, it's easy. Well, it's easy to get involved. There's no barrier to entry, but you're going to have to do some work because yep. nothing comes free. So go ahead. Yeah, so it's live trading every single day, all right? So you don't have to be an expert. You don't need to know all the stuff, just like what Cowboy said. And scroll down a little bit more. Go to the next down. Go back up. Up, up, up. Uh, Back to up, up, up here. Yeah, right there. So you separate yourself. 90% of traders lose 90% of their money in the first 90 days. We're going to teach you how to avoid that, right? All the pitfalls, all the hurdles, we're going to walk you through it. You guys are going to be educated and armed. In other words, we're not, teach, we're, not, we're not giving you a fish here. We're teaching you how to fish. We're teaching you how to build these algorithms that work on your behalf. All right, scroll down, Cowboy. Yeah, well, what's key about this is that most people that get into trading, they, first of all, they don't, they ignore the psychology. They ignore the business aspect. They just want to trade, uh, create like a trading plan. They want to use a few indicators and they think they could just jump into it. And, and that's not how things work. Yep. Um, so, Okay, psychology, business, those are things that I'm adding to the game for most people don't have that. But on the technical side, on the indicators, I actually use like custom indicators. Um, I show you how to customize the indicators that are out there so that you're not using the same tools as everybody else because that's also how people fail too. Exactly. Um, so tra trade with the crowd, you go over the cliff with the crowd. Yep. That's, that's just how it goes. Scroll down a little more. Become a pro trader. Look, visual hands-on. It's proactive. Instead of reactive, you learn the technicals, you identify your moves, you position for success, you optimize yourself, and you have the best teacher. Freaking Cowboys have mastered all at, at doing that stuff. Now, here's the thing. In the past, when we've done trading rooms, we, it was going for 300 bucks a month, which is a lot, okay? But I, one of the things that Cowboy and I decided on is like, hey, man, let's give this away mm -hmm. practically. What's going to cover the cost of our servers? What's going to cover the cost of, our, of, our, of, our, uh, of, of, of running this stuff? What's it going to cost for all of us to, to, to be, you know, to, to basically keep profitable at the bare minimum? We're not working on a very high margin. We have very thin margins, but it covers our costs. 
and boom, four nine 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 a month. Yeah, Fifty I, bucks I, a month. We, dude, I, I've tried to do this for free, like for friends, but yeah, you know, in, in reality, at the offering it to people, we we have costs. This can't yeah. be done for free. And uh, trading view, does that work with interactive brokers? Uh, yeah, IBKR. I think it does. I could tell you if it does right now. Okay. Let's see. Good price. Okay. Now go down a little more. Oh, I was going to answer your uh, inter- oh, interactive brokers. Uh, let's oh, we'll, see here. So let's get trading for a screen. All right. So go up to here. Where is my, here it is. Okay. So yeah, interactive brokers. There it is. You can yep. go, you can link directly into interactive brokers from trading view. Perfect. So that, that answers that question. And we'll show you how to do that. Classes begin on Monday, folks. Monday yep. is going to be the day. There's, there's me and cowboy. That's Our right. Real names are. Are up there. Oh, there yeah. We, our real names are on there. There yep. it is. V the gorilla. VJ Verghese has been the commodity broker space since 04. Nick Petrozzullo has a degree in econo- economics with focusing on econometrics and regression models. Bingo. We're two crazy nut jobs, man. Yep. We're not messing around. We're not messing around. There's your courses. You got around. your essentials course. That's just teaching the basics of markets, how it works, what's an order book, um, what's a candlestick. I mean, straight up as if you're coming off the street, you don't know anything. Uh, algorithmic structure course. So this is where I, this is the longer course and this is show actually, I think essentials is longer, whatever. Um, it teaches you what an algorithm is, how yep. to build one, discover and explore how to find all the fun toys that traders use to make and stack the profits. Um, operations course. This is of course where you're going to learn how to trade it like a business. And if you don't do that, you're probably going to lose. And the most important I think is the, uh, I mean, okay, you got a three-legged table. Without one leg, it'll fall. So this is one of the three legs. I don't want to say it's more important, but it's as important as anything else is the ethos course, I'm calling it. Um, it's trading psychology. So if you don't have your psychology right, you're going to lose. I know great traders. I know some so – V and I personally know some traders. I'm not going to name any names. But they, they're real streaky, right? They're real streaky. And what's happened is, is that, okay, they have a method. And they don't back test it that much. They don't really, you know, do a lot of work on it. But it's just kind of like it works, and then it works. And then they have a set of pineapple sized balls, and they just like trade that thing for a few months. They're not scared, and then all of a sudden it stops working for them, and they keep losing trade after trade after trade after a few weeks or a few months of streakiness. Well, what's happened? And all of a sudden they start making really bad decisions. And so this is where trading psychology comes in because they don't have their mind right. And so they start taking trades they shouldn't take. And it's easy for me to sit here and tell you, oh, well, you need to stick to your algorithm. You shouldn't go outside of that. I guarantee you, I don't care. I don't care how good a trader you are. I don't care how many years you've been doing it. There's going to be a day or two where you just say, I have fucking, I'm going to take this trade. And it's just, it's a bad trade and you lose money. It's just how it is. So if you're, if you're not keeping up on psychology, you're going to lose. That's it. That's, I mean, the most, most likely you're going to lose. The uh, one of the questions that some kids seem to ask can we go through the course at our own pace? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's I mean, 50 bucks a month, Jews. Let, let me let me tell you something. Uh, I said, geez, by the way. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know it sounded like something else. Um, it sounded like Jews, <laughs> Jews, Jews. Like, I don't know, it's just I run around screaming Jews. Um, I don't know, anyway, geez. Uh, so if it, look, I'm going to tell you something. I know another course. It's really good. Um, and it's pretty similar to ours. We offer a bit more. Um, however, they're charging 300 bucks a month and they're getting it. I mean, I can't even explain to you 50 bucks a month. We're literally giving this away. If you, I mean, go look around, go look around. You, you might find some guys, that, Oh, we'll share our trading method with you. And that's like 50 bucks. And you know, they just, it's like a nothing thing. This is interactive. 
you got us for like probably an every hour day. or two at least every day of the week. Uh, and then, tw- and, and then pretty much on, like, but... I don't know, 12 hours a day on, 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 uh, on Telegram. Cowboy and I will be living on that Telegram. Yeah. So, you know, you have we'll us there. pretty much. Talk to us. Yeah. You can talk to us right there. Like there will be days where we don't come on because like, for example, like on an FOMC day, um, you know, it might be like, Hey, no one's going to enter any trades that morning. Like yeah. they're just there, you know, there might be days we take, uh, I'd say a few days a month, we won't go on, but by and large, five days a week, we're going to be on there for an hour or two. You know, you yeah. have direct access to us. Exactly. Exactly. So folks, the website, you're probably wondering what the website is. The website is algofactory.tech algofactory.tech and i'm going to put it right in the description box as well as here and i'll put it in the uh discord yeah put it in the discord as well algofactory.tech algofactory.tech trade your job upgrade your life our hope and dream is for you to be as so profitable and so successful in doing this that you don't have to work a nine to five ever again that you become 100 percent unemployable and you just have your own, um, your own, you write your own ticket, you know, and that's, that's the ultimate goal. You know, Cowboy's been very successful with this. I've been very successful. We both are very good at what we do. And we want, we want to share that knowledge and that experience with you guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, so. the, the, if you like the Thursday show, it's like a deep, dark, well, not dark, a deep, granular version of the Thursday show every day of the week. Yeah. If you, you know, you, you learn it, oh man, uh, you know, Credit Suisse is having this happen. Like, you know, we will have time to get into it because sure, we're going to be going through the charts. We'll be doing chart requests, but during that time, you know, there's going to be a little downtime where we're actually able to start relating the news as well. So it's, it's going to be basically like, if you love coming on the show, you, it's just like having the show every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. So when you want to, you just go to algofactory.tech click on get started. Okay. Uh, then it says, you know, become a member, click join now. You pull in your name and everything. You hit register. You're gonna get the uh, the uh, the Telegram channel that, that will be sent to you with email confirmation and everything. And then you just join us on the Telegram. And then listen, guys. Monday is when it starts. Monday is when it starts. And uh, we'll be on the desk at like what 9 a.m. Uh, let me see. I'd say eight, I'd say at least an hour before open. I might. You can come in at 9:30. We yeah. can say, yeah, uh, let me see. So for you, 8.30 EST. Yeah, 8.30 yeah. EST. 8.30 we'll, we'll Eastern. We'll be there Monday morning, first day of class. Join us, 50 bucks a month. That means cancel your Hulu subscription. Get rid of your Netflix. It's all woke programming garbage. Cancel your ESPN NFL Day Pass membership. It is absolute garbage. They hate you anyway. Get rid of your uh, uh, whatever you got to do. Take your 50 bucks. You know, bring it over here. It's cheaper than a cup of coffee at the end of the month from Starbucks. And uh, come and trade. Learn how to build income. Learn how to build income because you're going to have at least two years of a hell of a market. Take advantage of it. And let me tell you something. This and is if you're uh, in, if you're in, if you're interested, and you're not in USA. Still join us because the classes are available to you. We're still going to be uh, um, uh, live streaming on 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 the um, on on uh, what is that uh, Telegram, and then whatever we stream will still be out up there. So you can go back and, and visit the live stream. And then any questions you have, you can always ask us because we're, we're going to be on there. And this the is for this is something for the the uninitiated, right? We make money on the way up. We make money on the way down. Yep. Okay. So in forex and and if you if you do live in an area or have a legal setup to where you can trade cryptos on a uh, 
derivatives exchange, you can short, you can go short. Yeah. So like this big chart right here. So I'm, I'm going to take this back. This is the EUR USD going back to Wednesday, the 5th of April. And you see this big dump down. Did you make money on that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So if something is going up or down, we make money. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it's, so if it was all oh, the market's going down, I'm going to wait for the market to bottom before it. No, no, <laughs> don't do that. Like, I mean, if the, it doesn't matter if you're going with us, Algo factory, if you're going to do your own thing, if you're waiting to get into the market yep. because you want it to bottom out, that's not, I mean, that you're missing a huge opportunity, especially if you're going to trade like Forex uh, or even crypto, the, the, the moves down are extremely profitable. Yeah. So that's one thing to keep in mind. Yeah. And if you, you know, if, if it's like early where you are, like at 530 in Cali, like what uh, the, the ideal girl has, uh, ideal gal has said, um, look, it, it's like, again, whatever, Whatever uh, uh, live stream we did will be recorded, and you could always go to the site, and and uh, that'll be available to you in the member section of the site. You can go mm-hmm. there and uh, see that our our that morning's class, uh, that morning's interaction, and again, then just jump on the Telegram. And again, there's going to be coursework, right? You you're going to join in, you're going to have our live stream, but there's going to be homework for you to do. Every single one of those courseworks that the Cowboys put on the bottom, that's going to be there for you to go through. And that's going to teach you and then prep you up. You know, so so it's very extensive, and any questions you have, you you hit us in the in the in the Telegram, cowboy. Yeah, we we got to get that. Uh, we got to get the live stream embedding figured out for the for the for the later. We got to get that sure. recording figured out. That that is going to be available. It might not be available right oh, away. Oh yeah, that, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's coming. Yep, absolutely. And with that being but said, live, folks, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm being confusing. Yeah. I want to be really clear. Like the live stream, that's happening. That's happening right away. But yeah. the recording of the live live stream being embedded on the website, we are going to have our developers do that ideally within the next like week or two. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Cool. And but yeah, he, you know, people say, oh, 530 in California or whatever. Hey, man, I'll, look, I all my life, all my life, I have made money doing things that nobody else wants to do. Yeah. That's how I've made my money. If you're not willing to to go where no one else wants to go and take the opportunity for that. And I've done that in the insurance business. I did that in the alternative fields business. I've done it in every business. And when I was in insurance, I worked in the areas that nobody wanted to work. I worked along the 110, South Central, East LA, where everybody was scared to go. Me, freaking white dude with blue eyes. Well, you're, you know the, what I'm saying? you're the Sicilian scallion, that's why. Well, that, and you know, time was really, really had my Spanish up to, up to uh, par. So, but, you know, other times, I mean, look, if you're not willing to get up, if you want, if you want your, <laughs> if you want your future to have its own financial bearing, not dependent on others, and you, you know, and this is a method that is available to everybody with no barrier to entry, then getting up a little earlier, changing your gym schedule. Like those are things that you have to decide are, you, know, you have to decide whether or not that's worth it to you. You know, it certainly is to me. Now, I trade the European Open. Okay. I trade the London Open, not every day. But I will do that. That you know what that means? That starts at one a.m. my time when yep. I'm not in L.A. and it starts at midnight here in L.A. I trade that shit. Yep. That's my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, look, we have a few years left, and I got, I got, uh, freaking, I got a one-year-old kid and another on the way. Yeah. You know, so do do I care about getting sleep right now? I mean, yeah, I need it for my health. I catch it in the afternoon. Yep. I've, I, you know, you do what you got to do in this world. Exactly. And with that being said, folks, again, algofactory.tech, algofactory.tech. I'm going to put it again. 
in the box and uh, cowboy will drop it into the discord algofactory.tech algofactory.tech with that being said we're over now we'll be back tomorrow cheers <laughs>